0: Welcome to Mom in Mind, where we dive into all aspects of perinatal mental health and wellness related to pregnancy, birth, loss, postpartum, and new parenthood. It's so much more than postpartum depression. We raise the volume on all of these topics in the hopes that someday everyone will have the support and info that they deserve before they need it. Please note this podcast is not a replacement for treatment by a professional or professional training. Hi there. Welcome to Mom in Mind. I'm your host, Dr. Kat. Have you guys heard of baby carrying or baby wearing? Today, that's what we're going to be talking about. Our guest, Laura Brown, is a baby wearing expert. And baby carrying, baby wearing has been a passion of Laura's for over a decade. For those of you who don't know what baby carrying is or baby wearing is, we're going to go into some of those details today. And Laura's going to give us her perspective and her experience on how this helps moms and partners after baby comes home. Not only just logistically, but how it can support your mental health and well-being after baby comes home. Since the birth of her first child, Laura has dedicated herself to providing the latest evidence-based information and support to caregivers throughout the birth and postpartum period. She founded one of the largest baby-wearing nonprofit organizations, trains other birth and postpartum professionals, counsels manufacturers, and speaks nationally about baby carriers and their use. In addition to being a baby-wearing consultant, she's also a full-spectrum doula, child passenger safety technician, lactation educator, and kangaroo care certified. I personally am really excited to hear from Laura because I did baby-wearing with both of my kiddos, and it did help me. It helped me to be mobile. It helped me to be able to do things that I needed to do, even though I wasn't doing so well. Those times where I felt sort of trapped under a baby were pretty difficult. And when I could be mobile with, through baby wearing, it was so freeing and actually did a lot for my mental health. So we're going to dig into that with Laura. Let's get started. Welcome, Laura. Thank you so much for being with us.
1: Hi, how are you? Thank you so much for
0: having me. Oh, thanks. I'm excited to chat with you. And I know we can chat about a lots of stuff for a long time. But specifically for today, I would love for you to share with our listeners about baby wearing and the benefits and any information that people can get to kind of understand what even is baby wearing. So yeah, let's just jump in and first talk a little bit about the work that you do.
1: Okay, Well, my passion is baby wearing, which is really just the act of carrying your baby on your body in a baby carrier. Baby wearing has just kind of become a really neat verb to describe this act. Not really necessary to use that term because really baby wearing or baby carrying can be for everyone, regardless of your background, lifestyle, or parenting style.
0: Cool. Great.
1: You are an expert in baby wearing. What's the scope of what you do? So about 10 years ago, my first child was born and I just instinctively felt like I needed to carry him. And I noticed that by carrying him, he was calm, he was quiet. I had a lot of anxiety postpartum and it just really gave me the freedom to move about and get out of my house. And that was really just profound for my mental health. Mm -hmm. And from that point forward, I became really interested in trying all different carrier styles and then i started meeting others who wanted to learn about it and i started teaching to caregivers first so i started teaching baby carrying classes just that really went over the different styles of carriers and the benefits of carrying your baby and then from there i started working with other birth professionals and postpartum professionals and i also counsel and consult with manufacturers of baby carriers oh
0: well, what do you do with the manufacturers
1: Sometimes they need input on things like directions or instructionals. Other times they want input on a carrier they have or a carrier that they would like to create. Mm. Some, sometimes they are new to the product category of baby carriers. Maybe they've had lots of other baby products, but they don't always understand the intricacies that are involved in baby carrying. It's a lot different than other baby gear in that you're fitting bodies. Mm -hmm. It's very Mm -hmm. physical. It involves touch and that there's really a lot involved in that.
0: Right. That makes sense. Like maneuvering a carrier on yourself and then getting a baby in and out and all of that.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, many feel like, they're going to buy a carrier and the baby's just going to jump in and they're just going to be able to frolic off into, you know, a field of flowers. And that really isn't true. And well, for some, that may be true. Much like breastfeeding, it is a skill set. So really, the more we talk to caregivers about the benefits of it and that they might need some hands-on help in picking or choosing the right carrier and troubleshooting, I think the, the more we'll have caregivers happily wearing their babies in a way that's comfortable and works for their lifestyle.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah, that's fascinating. I mean, I'm just like thinking about the vast array availability of different kinds of carriers and how would one even know how to figure that out? Like which one is right for them? Like a lot of trial and error or talking with somebody who knows about them?
1: It's difficult because carrier choice is so personal and we often liken it to jeans or shoes even is that different carrier styles do different things well. So I wouldn't wear my flats hiking or I wouldn't wear my hiking shoes to a nice dinner party. I mean, maybe I would, but really (laughs) the carriers have different pros and cons Uh and that likely most caregivers need more than one carrier and that may not be what they want to hear. But there's no such thing as one carrier that can do everything well from newborn stage all the way to toddler or preschool stage, do every position and fit every body because we're all so Mm -hmm. unique and our body shapes are unique. And we may ourselves be sharing with other caregivers in our circle. So that could be a partner or a grandparent or a nanny or a babysitter. So carriers just serve very different purposes, you know, within your lifestyle and so really if you can take a class before baby comes or before you register that would be ideal or drop by a local baby wearing group or nonprofit, and that gives you the opportunity to touch and feel and see them because different carriers come at different price points that Mm -hmm. being said there's something for everyone there really is
0: yeah I'm now like reflecting back on my early years and we did have a baby carrier and thinking that Both my husband and I use the same one and it ended up working out fine for us. But I think someone gifted us a different kind and I tried it five different ways and it never worked. But had I had to purchase that and then it didn't work, that would be a different story.
1: Yeah, I find that most are misusing their carrier. I think it's as high as misuse in car seats. Mm. That being said, it's not unsafe as it would be with a car seat, potentially. But I find that just getting a little bit of input from a baby-wearing educator, consultant, or even if there's someone in your circle that's well-versed in carriers and really likes them, it could really go a long way to just have someone take a look because most of the time, little adjustments can fix the carrier you have Mm -hmm. as opposed to just, you know, saying, scrap this, I need a different kind of carrier, which I find... Happens all the time when I'm reading moms groups or parenting groups, they're like, this isn't working for me. I need another carrier. Mm -hmm. And then we ask, you know, can we take a look? Or is there anyone you can see locally in your community? And all of a sudden, their carrier works for them. So, you know, troubleshoot first, then consider another carrier.
0: Sure, sure. That makes sense. So, yeah, thank you for that information, especially for people who are like thinking about having kids or pregnant or new to baby carrying. I've heard people say, well, what is that? What is baby wearing? What does that mean? So just having that fundamental information is really important. It sounds like there's a lot more to know on the technical side and how it fits into your lifestyle. I also want to know, why do you think and what have you seen in terms of why baby wearing is important or could be important for someone in the postpartum period? And if you need that kind of support, I really recommend this podcast. To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains.
3: Well, hey there, Busy Mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.
2: Well, our
1: young are born very immature, relatively so in comparison to other mammals, and they really need pretty constant attention. And that can take... A toll on or be hugely influential in mental health. So by carrying your baby, especially in a carrier that's comfortable for you, can take a lot of stress off of your situation in terms of providing a safe, warm, comfortable place for a baby to be, which You know, when baby's happy and not crying, that really has a huge effect on, you know, your confidence as a caregiver, but also really helps to cut down on anxiety and worry as to where the baby is and are their needs being met. So many have a big misunderstanding that carrying their baby is somehow going to set them up to fail or that it's you know, going to spoil them, and that's just not really based on evidence. We know that they are designed to be carried. They're born in this spread squat position. They have a nice rounded back. We have the C-afferent nerves on our chest, which is where we conduct skin-to-skin or kangaroo care. And that's really why we want the baby nice and high and tight in our body so that they can take advantage of those nerves. So lots of evidence tells us that our babies really need this for muscle development, for social development, for brain growth as well. We know that babies who are carried, it helps to begin new neural pathways and that really increases the amount of information they're taking in and storing. But then recently, we had some developments in epigenetics so that carrying them can actually affect them epigenetically to be better bonded to their caregiver as well as their own children in the future. So it's really profound oh, the wow. effect that carrying a baby can have, not just from a practical standpoint of I got to get stuff done. I got to feed myself as a postpartum person that maybe doesn't have the luxury of having someone caring for them like a mother or a postpartum doula, but I got to make myself a sandwich. I've okay. got to get some laundry done. I have to get out of the house. And while a stroller can be super handy, and certainly I laugh because I'm not anti stroller by any means, my stroller collection rivals my carrier one. <laughs>
4: (laughs) (laughs) but at
1: the end of the day many babies especially little babies really rely on being carried as their safe space and they're not always happy in a car seat clicked into the stroller or in a stroller as is because they're looking for us for our face or expressions to really know that they're in a safe place and they often can't see us just due to the fact that you know small babies have a very limited range of sight
0: okay So there's these neurobiological benefits, kind of like, it sounds like what you're saying, like regulation, helping them know that they're safe, that the baby's safe, as well as potentially, you know, reducing some anxiety or stress for the mother or primary caregiver. I'm curious then, I'm kind of thinking about the moms who are out there who might be feeling like, okay, I can maybe carry my baby for part of the day. And that's, what I do but I can't do this all day am I going to ruin my baby if I'm not carrying them all day kind of I'm trying to go with like the anxious kind of worried mindset to kind of understand a little bit more about is it the suggestion to be carrying them all day
1: no I think that this is a tool uh-huh. it's a tool that is one more thing that you can add to your toolbox in a way that can empower you to care for your baby and to care for yourself. For some, getting a hot cup of coffee, you know, of course you're being careful because you have baby, but you know, it can mean putting baby on just so that you can take care of yourself. So, you know, I really see it as 10 minutes a day or eight hours a day, you know, different family units are going to have different needs, philosophies, lifestyles, patterns in which they live, and a carrier can fit into all of those. But it's going to vary depending on where you're at in, in your life and your experience. So that changes often as baby grows different times in the baby's life and development, you'll use your carrier in different ways.
0: Oh, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you for giving a little bit more information there, in part because I do sit with a lot of moms who are, you know, having a hard time with anxiety. There's this feeling of like, gosh, I don't know what's right. I don't know which way to go. I don't know if I'm hurting or helping. And just like what you said, giving that range and specifying that it is, you know, what works for you, it really makes a lot of sense.
1: I really feel like as parents, you know, and as caregivers, they need more tools just to be able to custom tailor what they do to care for their baby. And really, it's just about having yeah. more information, and more support, more tools to make, you know, their experience work for them.
0: That makes sense. Yeah, if we can come back around a little bit to how baby wearing can support the mental health of mom. I mean, you listed some really great points around being able to free mom up or caregiver up to be able to do the things that they need to do. And I'm specifically curious about anxiety and depression and the ways that it could be supportive for someone who this fits with.
1: So we know that touch really brings about oxytocin and that's one of the other really important benefits of holding your baby or a baby wearing is that that touch you can do skin to skin in a carrier or not but either way touching and being involved with the baby we know and have evidence that shows that oxytocin can help with mood disorders and anxiety so really you know once again we touched a little bit on you know how much do i need to do this you know or do i have to do it per day any amount is going to give you that really good boost of oxytocin
0: yeah that's awesome so the connectedness between caregiver and baby is really important that either skin to skin or a closeness rather
1: absolutely and even for someone who is having trouble feeling connected to the baby, which happens all the time. It's something that no one ever told me that that could happen. When I had my first baby, you know, he came out and I was like, uh, what now? Like, who's this? Like, I didn't feel immediately like, oh my gosh, this is the person that I've been missing all my life. I didn't have that experience. And so, but I knew that the more time we spent together and that touch keeping him close to me, I really, came around to, you know, some of those euphoric or love feelings because, you know, we were touching and interacting with each other.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I'm thinking of, yeah, the moms I'm thinking of who I've been supporting who have a hard time with a connection. It makes a lot of sense because you're still providing the function, even if your emotional state isn't quite matching, you're still caring for your child. You just might not feel quite connected yet. And I can see how powerful that could be to kind of be doing something to keep your connection.
1: Absolutely. And that's part of the reason why it's so magical is the baby is able to be tuned into you and your body and even if you're not feeling up for holding and making eye contact with the baby or being that kind of level of really engaged, being able to put the baby in the carrier and just move your body, the baby gets all the benefits of that. Mm -hmm. So it can be pretty magical in terms of someone who's not quite ready to take those next steps. It can be a fabulous way for the baby to get the benefit regardless of the mental state.
0: Yeah. So, and you do classes and you go into people's homes to help them with baby wearing. Have clients come back to you and to tell you this kind of benefit that you're describing?
1: Absolutely. I think that sometimes you have that initial first few weeks where you are feeling, you know, you're coming off of, you know, often we talk about that high from birth. You know, some have this, some don't. Also, range of normal, but you know, is that all of a sudden two week three, week four, and the support and the resources and things seem to be disappearing, Mm. you know, whether the meal train stops or grandma goes home, is that a carrier allows them to kind of pick up where everyone else left off and, you know, have the kind of hands-on support that a carrier provides. So it can be a really magical tool for transition.
0: Right. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, so this all sounds like really, really fantastic, and having used a baby carrier myself, I can vouch for you know a lot of what you're describing personally in my personal experience and my curiosity now is around like downsides or difficulties with baby wearing, or is there anyone who kind of shouldn't or contraindicated anything you've seen around that?
1: There are definitely situations in which the baby has complex or underlying medical problems, in which I would recommend getting some help, whether that be with a professional consultant, or even possibly the manufacturer of the carrier that you're trying to wear. Mm -hmm. If a baby is premature, or has complications, then really at the end of the day, seeking a little bit more help would be the way to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. For caregivers, if you have had a surgical birth, there are some carriers that are better than others. If you have chronic pain or potentially other health problems, it is still possible to wear. I would just recommend, again, seeking a professional that can kind of walk you through and have you try some on because it is so personal. One comfort level could be different in all different carrier styles, and it's just important to find one that fits your body very well. And that's really where it's going to be the difference between being able to wear and not.
0: Okay. And anybody can wear, right? For the
1: most part, it is a tool that can be worn by any caregiver. So that's part of what's fantastic about it is it isn't really just for this group of people. You know, as humans, we've been carrying our babies really since the beginning of time, you know, originally for very practical reasons, but we're now finding that, you know, there was so much more to it than that. And while I'd love to see more research on baby carrying and baby wearing in general, we definitely have lots and lots of anecdotal evidence as well to show that it can be really helpful in a wide range of situations. That it isn't just for someone who identifies as an attachment parent or a crunchy parent or, you know, any other of those parenting terms, it really is just about, you know, the range of practical to emotional benefits.
0: Sure. Yeah. When you're talking about that, I was thinking, gosh, there's so many cultures that wear babies all the time. It's not like a special thing. That's just part of the culture. For some reason, you know, well, maybe there's a lot of historical reasons as to why it went out here in the U.S. and why it wasn't used In the same way, I'm sure there's like a dissertation about that somewhere. Um. There is.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, indigenous cultures carried their babies here, but it became very, very popular to have, you know, a fancy or high-end pram or stroller that definitely became very trendy throughout the Victorian era. And, you know, that has had a huge influence in the way we carry and care for our babies. That is what really largely influenced, you know, our ideas that baby away from us was better as opposed to proximity or closeness to baby,
4: which we know has immense benefit.
1: Lynn, this time of year, parenting
4: can be such a fluster clucks. You've come to the right place. I'm Lynn Lyons, and I've been treating anxious families for over 30 years. I'm Lynn's sister-in-law and co-host Robin Hudson. Join us for Fluster Clucks, a podcast Anxiety doesn't stand a chance when we're laughing, even about the tough stuff.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for that historical perspective. I mean, there's so much in that, just that. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of evidence around stating very specifically that this idea that we're not supposed to spoil our babies or we shouldn't hold them too much, that that is wrong. Like you mentioned before, that 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 closeness is essential to having them feel safe and secure and ultimately independent later is to have the closeness in the beginning.
1: Absolutely. And I think that we often downplay what this can do to an entire family when, you know, especially if you have a partner, you know, them having their carrier that fits them well, that they know how to put on themselves, Mm -hmm. you know, the ability to pop baby on and go for a walk you know, and give a mom or another caregiver, you know, time to themselves and space to take a shower, have a meal. It can be literally life-changing to just have those few moments, you know, to just resort or reset yourself and to just breathe for a few moments where, you know, baby is somewhere safe.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Thank you for that. Great. So this is such good information for people who are interested in learning more about baby wearing and who would like to get support. What do you suggest?
1: So there are uh, local baby wearing groups or communities in most major cities throughout the United States, really all over the world. And most of them are free nonprofits that really give you the opportunity to drop in and see carriers before baby comes or to bring your own carriers along and try some new ones and really just figure out what works best for you. There's also baby-wearing classes, sometimes through hospitals, birth centers, or parenting resource centers in your area that may offer an overview class that can also be a really fantastic resource. Some consultants also come to you if you feel not prepared to leave the house or for reasons you're not able. It can be a fantastic way to get hands-on help in an environment that you're really comfortable in. So, I Mm -hmm. think it's important to know that that's an option for me. With my first initially, it took me a long time to feel comfortable leaving the house. Mm -hmm. So, someone coming to me would have been a fantastic resource. Yeah. Um, And there are small retailers that are often great help in communities. And don't be afraid to contact the manufacturer. I know this is something that we often don't do, partially because we feel like they're not really going to help us, but that's just not really true. As someone who's worked with tons of manufacturers, they really want it to be easy for you. They want to help. So reaching out to them directly via email or a phone call, or if you'd rather not have that contact, most of them have YouTube videos that they create themselves with troubleshooting information.
0: Well, that's amazing. (laughs) Of course, it it didn't occur to me that that would be the case. But of course, that's brilliant. I mean, they want
1: you to have a good experience with their product. And so they're going to give you lots of tips and help really nice looking and sounding instructional videos. So really, you don't even ever have to talk to anyone and get help if that's your style too. So just know that you have lots of different ways to access help in your community.
2: That's
0: great. Thank you. So let's end with some hopeful messages you have, things you've seen for pregnant or postpartum folks who may have been struggling with depression or anxiety. Anything you've seen that's hopeful with baby wearing for them?
1: I think really the ability to just Keep your baby close to you and have them be in a happy place. It can so enable you to really do what you personally need to do in terms of taking off any pressure or any anxiety that you may have for meeting baby's needs can be met in a very straightforward and simple way. And really that can just come about because of, you know, a very simple tool that shouldn't be hard to use. It should be comfortable for you and give you the opportunity to, whether it be doing something at home or doing something out of the home, it can really transition with you through all stages of your postpartum experience.
0: That's great. Thank you for that. I hope the folks who are listening can really hear that. I mean, just your example of being able to make yourself some food and then having two hands free to be able to do that. Sounds relatively simple, but for any of you who have tried to do that while holding a baby or while there's a baby crying and, you know, they just want to be held, it's really, really difficult. And when it's happening multiple times a day, it starts to become very stressful. So I love that you frame this as a tool and the toolkit to use, and I really hope that people can hear that and find support to use it if they think this is a good fit for them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Laura, for being with us. I just love the information that you provided. And I love that we're sharing this information and giving another tool to parents out there.
1: Absolutely. I can talk about baby wearing all day. I think it's (laughs) something that can really work for everyone. And I just wish more parents and caregivers had the opportunity to try more styles and to figure out how to make it work for them.
0: Well, I think with the resources that you gave us, people now have the opportunity to kind of look into that a little more. So thank you so much. Sure. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you again, Laura, for coming on and being with us. If you'd like to connect with Laura, I will have those links in the show notes. Or you can find her at mamabirdlosangeles.com or on Instagram at mamabirdlosangeles. If you're a new listener with us, please pop on over to com to find links to our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages or links to the many places you can hear the Mom & Mind podcast. Mom & Mind is also part of the Parents on Demand network where you can find loads of early parenting podcasts. So glad you could be with us today. Until next time. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please share this podcast. Together we can support moms and families so that no one has to deal with this
1: alone. Come connect with us at momandmind.com.